Life Audio. Well, breathing, breathing in, breathing out is a way to activate our body's rest response. So what happens? The body stops releasing cortisol. It starts releasing serotonin and literally your muscles will start to relax. Your heart rate will start to slow down. I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to So Much More. And after a quick word from our sponsors, my guest, Bonnie Gray, and I will be back to talk about simple practices that can transform your chaos into calm. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Bonnie Gray is the author of Breathe, 21 Days to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm. She's also written Whispers of Rest, Finding Spiritual White Space, and Sweet Like Jasmine. She is an inspirational speaker and the podcast host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Bonnie lives in California with her husband and two sons. And Bonnie, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for making some space to be with us today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. We're kindred spirits. (laughs) We are. We've had fun connecting before we got on, you guys. So we're wrapping up this podcast series on moving from anxiety to rest. And this is basically your life work (laughs) as a soul care coach and with your book that has just come out called Breathe which has come out of your personal story of dealing with your own anxiety, depression, and panic attacks. So Bonnie, I would really love it if you wouldn't mind starting there and telling us a little bit about that journey. Well, you know, before my panic attacks, I'd never had one ever before. Mm. I'd never been, you know, depressed. I was like the encourager. Like if you have a group of friends and there's somebody that's super optimistic and also always cheerful and smiley, that has always been me. But out of the blue, after I had my second baby boy, I started having panic attacks and started having anxiety. Like I I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. I would just keep worrying about things, even though I logically knew there was nothing to worry about. And I started having difficulty just stopping my worries. Hmm. 
the worst thing was just my body was always full of tension and I was always anxious all the time. And, and anybody who's had panic attacks or suffers from anxiety knows your body is always very like tight mm. and you'll have pain. For instance, like around your neck or in your abs. And so it was very disorienting because I could be driving and I could have panic attacks. So my body was just not acting the way I felt inside, mm-hmm. which was in my mind, I knew I had God's peace in my mind. I studied God's word every day. I was a Bible teacher. I trained other people to study the scriptures, but it was scary because I didn't understand why. And so it started a journey of healing and learning that my body is the last line of defense where God was telling me, allowing my body to experience what he wanted me to learn from him, which is to rest. Mm. And so what I learned, the reason why breathing and breath and Lectio Divina is so important is because I always studied the scriptures but I didn't know how to experience the truth that I knew in my mind. So I love talking about which one thing Jesus said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul. And so I knew how to love God with my mind, Jody, because I could study scripture. Mm-hmm. I knew how to love God with my heart because I was very devoted to God and committed to him. But I didn't know how to love God with my soul. Like that word didn't even exist in my vocabulary. It's almost like I never even noticed the word soul until I started having panic attacks because I didn't understand God. Mm. I I praise you. I sing uh, hymns. I, you know, I, I just doubled up on everything, you know, read the scripture, <laughs> doing all the right things. Doing all the right thing. <laughs> and then it was like getting worse. Meaning every two hours when I was sleeping, I wasn't even worried about anything, Jody, but I would wake up and not be able to fall asleep. And so it wasn't until I found a Christian therapist and I only went to him because I was thinking, okay, I'm not going to tell anybody I have this problem because then other people might think that my faith is flawed. Mm -hmm. The few times I did try to confide in some believers, they said, well, there must be some hidden sin you're not confessing or, well, you're not trusting God enough. Have you been reading your Bible? And immediately, like, I didn't want anybody to know. So I wanted to kind of, quote unquote, secretly go to the therapist and, you know, do whatever number of counseling sessions. I even said to him, Dr. P, I said, just tell me how many sessions we need and let's just get it done. (laughs) He said, no, Bonnie, that's not how healing works. And um, I said, but I've never been physically abused. I've never been in war, you know, never seen physical violence. You know, why, why, why am I having panic attacks? I'm, I'm in a safe place. I have a loving husband and. He said, well, did you know that emotional abuse has the same impact as physical abuse? And I didn't know that. So I said, but I'm in a safe place now emotionally. And he said, but did you know that a soldier doesn't experience panic attacks when he's on the battlefield, Mm. when he's strong, helping others and in survival mode? He only experiences anxiety and depression when he is back home, when he's safe. And so that changed my life, those words right there, because I realized healing from anxiety and depression isn't something shameful. It's the opposite. It means 
You've done good, brother. You've done good, sister. You've been strong, Mm. but now it's time for you to rest and to prioritize taking care of you. And you know what stands out to me in that is, first of all, the shame that you felt that the Christian community even um, conveyed to you that you must be broken in some way. Something must be wrong. And I love you pointing us back to the truth that, no, this is actually potentially about, it sounds like you had emotional abuse in your, your past. And I've read enough of your story to know that that was from your childhood and that, you know, years later, you're out of that situation, you're in a loving, safe environment. And that's when your body starts going. And now we need to talk. (laughs) And now we need to process this, this childhood wounding that you experienced. And so I'm so grateful that you you found that healing. And you know, for the listeners to also understand, you don't have to have gone through trauma in order to have anxiety and a depressive season in your life because right. especially through the pandemic, now it's actually no problem talking about these um important topics because everyone has gone through trauma in of some sort. We've had to change things. Mm-hmm. We've our coping mechanisms have been stretched thin. We've been exhausted. We've been tired. So all of us, and trauma doesn't necessarily have to be about abuse. Trauma is anything that comes into our lives that is change that we did not choose for ourselves, where we've had to be strong and adapt in the moment. But then our bodies were not created by God, our nervous systems that were was created by God was not built to be in survival mode forever. It's only temporary to get us through that tough spot, that tough time. Mm-hmm. And so this is really important to talk about because a lot of us might be afraid to talk about it because we're afraid other people might think we're saying there was trauma. And so this is just a normal human experience that when we have to go through hard times, when we are getting to a place of peace, getting to a place of uh, rest, or maybe our bodies just, you know, has been drained and it's reached the maximum, it's just time to rest. Mm-hmm. So another really important key word is rest and refresh. Sometimes rest is a you know, an unwelcome word because we think it means stop. So there's a really powerful verse in Psalm 46. Uh, The verse says, be still and know that I am God. So I decided to look into what does the word still mean? And the word still actually means to loosen your grip. It actually means to relax. Mm. What does it mean for me to relax? I love walking under the trees. I love going to the ocean and just even looking and listening to the waves. I love playing the piano. So I I realized to be still and to know God. And the word for know is yada, which means experience. It means to personally experience God. So I realized that God was telling me, Bonnie, this is a season for you to relax and personally experience me, mm-hmm. my peace, the way you experience it. So this was my beginning baby steps towards soul care. We're going to pause here for a quick break. And then Bonnie and I will be back to talk about how God designed our bodies so that breathing can be a first line of defense for when we are feeling anxiety. 
you know, one of the things that I appreciated so much about your book is the title is Breathe. One of the things that you actually do is you talk about research about why breathing is actually like God's CPR for our body. You talk about how we can do this small practice of breath prayer. So tell us a little bit about breath prayer and and how that's been helpful for you in your life. Yeah. So because of um, my specific condition of having panic attacks, I mean, really being able to have a full breath was difficult for me. It always seemed like I wasn't able to relax fully to take that full breath. So part of the breathing in and breathing out was just helping my body relax. And there's many different types of ways of breathing, different practices, but a simple one is just called even breathing, breathing in intentionally, evenly, and then breathing out evenly. And so because I love Lectio Divina, because I was freed up to not feel like if I wasn't studying, quote unquote, the Bible, you know, studying, meaning exegeting it, doing an outline, doing all these word studies. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you have anxiety and depression, it's so hard to feel like you want to open the Bible and do this big, long study. Like you, you literally aren't sleeping, right? (laughs) Right. You're trying to do your best to just get through your day. Yeah. And God just freed me from that because God said, no, Bonnie, just like Elijah, he was given little pieces of bread by the birds, the ravens fed him. Bonnie, I felt God was saying, you just need to just enjoy one breath of scripture at a time. And so I integrated Lecto Divina. And what that means is every day I would just choose one scripture and then I would read it slowly. I would listen to it slowly. And then I would ask God to draw my attention to one word he wants to give me that day. And then I would use the phrase or the one word to breathe in and breathe out. And what it did was dual purpose. One, it literally, our bodies have what's called a relaxation response. So when we're stressed out, our body releases cortisol. And so our heart rate goes up, our blood pressure goes up, our muscles tighten. And actually, you know, when we can't stop ruminating, actually, it's a super, superhero strength God gives us because when we're in trauma or crisis, we need to focus on problem solving. So the mind sharpens towards problem solving. The problem, though, is if we're not in a place of trouble, we want to relax. How do we get our body to move towards relaxation? Well, breathing, breathing in breathing out is a way to activate our body's rest response. So what happens? The body stops releasing cortisol. It starts releasing serotonin and literally your muscles will start to relax. Your heart rate will start to slow down. And so I would use the breathing to then breathe in God's word, breathe out God's word. And then I would focus my scriptures on promises because when you're having anxiety or depression, your mind will naturally go towards the things that are worrisome and negative. And again, this is not because there's anything wrong with us. It's because our minds want to focus on problem solving. Remember, it's a survival strength God has given our nervous systems. But the catch is that we want to help our bodies to move in a peaceful direction. And so that's why we breathe in, breathe out, and we focus our minds then on something peaceful, 
something beautiful, something joyful. And for us as believers, we focus on the images that scripture gives to us. So in the secular world, the reason why I wrote this book, Breathe, is because the secular world right now, breath work and mindfulness is all the rage and trend. But you know what? God is the author and the source of breath work because I looked at the word breath and breathe. There are over a thousand references to the word breathe and breath. And when I looked up every scripture that had it, it categorized into four different areas of wellness. Mm. And that is why I wrote this book. It was because I used it for my own journey of healing and wellness. I said, okay, well, this is a treasure trove, you know, of every day I want to meditate on God's promises, powerful, positive messages to send to my thoughts. But I don't want to just stop there. I want to breathe in. And then I want to use that breath to do something simple to help my body relax. So many of us feel like, well, if I think the right thoughts, then I'll stop feeling the way I am. Actually, that's just part one. Remember, uh, Jesus said, love him with heart, mind, and soul. We need to do things to help our bodies to release that rest response. Mm, Okay. So I think we're all dying to know what were those four categories of wellness that you discovered? Yeah. So I want you to go to soulcarequiz.com. I love quizzes. Okay. Like anytime there's a quiz, I'll, I'll take it. (laughs) I said, I, I want to create a quiz. This quiz goes through 21 stressors. And I found these stressors because they're triggers for stress. And I found them in scripture because scripture gives us the antidote to stress. Mm. So I found the 21 and they fell, fell into four different categories. It's emotional wellness, spiritual wellness, physical wellness, and social wellness. So I even want to ask you, Jody, if I were to ask you, which area of wellness are you missing the most? Okay, I'm going to say it again. Emotional wellness, spiritual wellness, physical wellness, or social wellness. Which one would you say you are missing the most? Well, I I have my quiz print out right here because I'm a good student. So I took the, I oh, took share the quiz. Oh, share your results. I didn't know you were going to ask me this. Um, but actually, I have made a big overhaul of my wellness. And so... Thankfully, there were no huge red flags. Now, if I had taken this mm, 18 months to two years ago, it would be a totally different story. (laughs) I have made major changes in my life. I have done some intensive counseling. And so by the grace of God, um, I would say probably, mm, let's say physical or social. Let's pick on social. Let's pick on social because I think that would have been my highest red zone score. Before. Okay. Tell us about it. (gasps) Bonnie, this is me interviewing you. (laughs) (laughs) I get to be the soul care coach, right? That's what this book is about. Well, okay. So uh, I had a very toxic um, and destructive relationship in my life. And thankfully, I was not married to that person. And so I was able to take some steps to actually move away from that relationship. But uh, it took a lot of courage to to actually do that. But that toxicity, you know, it's it's a bit of the frog in the pot. You don't even realize how hot the water is <laughs> because you 
have slowly, slowly accommodated some things that are unhealthy. You've put up with some stuff that you shouldn't have put up with. And you wind up in a place where you're like, uh, how did I get here? Uh, the water was boiling and I had no idea it was boiling. So that was what was making me redline. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. In fact, you know, um, I have a podcast, Breathe, the Stressless Podcast. And one of the top 10 shows, and in fact, it was the top three shows, was about toxic people how to deal with toxic people. Yeah. And why is it so important with wellness is that even though we know it, we don't realize it when we're experiencing That's it. Right. It's really amazing. And I mean, I think, you know, to have been well into my forties and to have by the grace of God, not had such a toxic relationship in my life until that point, I was strangely unequipped for it. And I think that's true of everyone that finds themselves in these really unfortunate toxic relationships. We're unequipped for it because we we want to assume the best of people. In fact, there's a great book by Malcolm Gladwell where he talks about that. We make these assumptions of the best. We fill in the blank and we do that. It's actually like you're talking about these superpowers of our our mind and our body that God gives us. This is I think another superpower is the grace that we just naturally want to extend to people. Those were very helpful things for me. My counselor was super helpful for me and just saying, you know what, Jody, you're not alone, which is why that podcast is so important. I will put a link in the show notes because I'm sure people are going to want to listen to it. Goodness into relationship and that toxicity can really be destructive to us and, and take us out of our calling and take us out like you're talking about uh, out of our wellness zones and out of rest and lead us straight into anxiety and depression and yeah exactly i mean that's why the quiz i created soul care quiz is so important because a lot of times when we like say for instance it's uh toxicity in relationships but many times we don't realize it because we might be focused on the physical wellness or the emotional wellness or the spiritual wellness will think, oh, wait a minute. It's, it's, it's my relation with God. I'm not giving grace. That's my problem. We go towards a spiritual wellness. But if you take the quiz, then you're able to see, well, wait a minute. Social wellness is what God wants me to nurture myself better. And so breathing involves inhaling and exhaling, <laughs> you know, breathing in and breathing out. And so, so many times we breathe in. But we don't breathe out. And so breathing out this rhythm that I go through in my book is about exhaling stress, exhaling what's mm-hmm. what's keeping us from wellness. So a lot of times as Christians, um, unfortunately in our Christian culture, and and not everybody is like this. I mean, you you may have a very life-giving, you know, life-giving relationships, supportive community in your community of faith. And praise God, then we need you to help others who don't. Amen. Yeah. But yes. you know, a lot of times we just breathe in. We just breathe in all the truth, breathe in all the things we ought to be experiencing, but we hide the things that stress us out and we don't exhale them, meaning we don't share them. We don't explore, we don't investigate, we don't question. And so actually there is a scientific study and I talk about this in every chapter of the book. Um, I, I, I basically cover both the science and the scripture based solutions. So Scientifically, I was surprised to learn this. I'm used to thinking if I give somebody grace, then I don't bring it up and it won't bother me. But a UCLA 
imaging study, brain imaging study showed us that when we look at negative images of people experiencing negative emotions, say anger or sadness or confusion, they hooked up their bodies with biometrics and they found their heart rate increased, their pupils began being dilated, their blood pressure shot up, they were stressed. But they had them watch those images again a second time. The only difference is to name the emotion. Then their body returned to rest. Oh, interesting. So that's an example where we need to speak the truth. So in that chapter, for instance, in social wellness, you know, I talked about how Jesus says, speak the truth and the truth will set you free. Well, that's an example. Oh my goodness. We actually need to speak the truth and to draw boundaries and to state what you're saying is hurtful. What you just asked of me is not fair and I will not do it. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. So it's kind of incorporating when you realize, okay, God created my body actually to speak the truth, literally. Yeah. And if I don't, I'm going to be experiencing depression or anxiety. I mean, I never knew this because I just focused on what I thought was breathing in the truth. I didn't realize God wants me to exhale. God wants me to move out in action. And so all these four areas, there are different actions that God wants us to take based on scripture and based on science, the way our body works. So yeah. I went on a whole journey for 10 years. And this book is a culmination of that 10 year journey learning. You know what? My body is actually connected <laughs> to my emotions and my faith. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things that I really appreciate, even about doing the soul care quiz and about reading your book is it's not overwhelming and you're not inviting us to do everything all at once. <laughs> you're actually saying, take the quiz, figure out where your greatest need is, and then do one little thing. I do really want to talk about the passage that we meditated on because you suggested just some of my favorite words of Jesus from Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's pretty obvious why you suggested this passage, but tell us why it's important to you. And I know that you meditated on it just this week. So even I'd love to know what did God even show you this week about that passage? Well, when I first began my journey, um, this verse was one of the first places I started in terms of healing. So I said, what does it mean to rest? That was a big word. And so my previous book, my you know, Whispers of Rest, Finding Spiritual White Space was all about rest. So, you know, that's where I explored the whole concept of rest. But what happened was the word learn from me. That is what evolved to become of next importance. As I understood more about rest, Jesus was saying to me, Bonnie, I want you to take action. I want you to learn from me. And so I realized that learning was action. Okay. Because Jesus has so many different movements that he wants us to make. And so for me, this is my continual. And as of this week, as we started a new year, I said, God, there's so many different things as I release this book that I feel like I need to do. And I feel pressure because there's so many different expectations. 
And they all seem so important to me. They all seem equal urgency. And I can't tell, uh, how do you say it? The forest from the trees? No, the trees from the forest, right? I can't tell, Jesus. Yeah, I'm so confused, Jesus. And so like, that's actually one of my triggers for stress. And when I hear myself saying that, I know that I'm going to be in a place of stress when I say, I don't know what to do. But that's when I say, God, I don't know what to do. And so the word learn from Mm. me. So that is the word I'm meditating right now. Jesus, what does it mean to learn from you? If out of all these expectations people have on me, which one will allow me to learn most from you? So that's the one I'm doing first. So that's how I'm doing it. Oh, I love it. That is so beautiful. Yeah. There's just so many great truths pack in, packed into this verse. And I just, it, it is something that Jesus is offering to us and promising us. Thank you for sharing that. Bonnie, this has been an amazing conversation. I know that you are getting ready to lead some specific groups through your book. So tell us real quick about those. Yes. If you have enjoyed learning about how you can use science as well as scripture to help you release stress, join me for the Breathe Wellness Bible Study. It's a free soul care experience that I'm offering when you pre-order my book. So go to sign up at thebreathebook.com, thebreathebook.com because nothing can make a difference when you're with a community of people who are trying new things together. So we're going to go through and cover these four different areas of wellness and try some new practices together and learn together. I love it. And I will have all the links in the show notes for that, how to find Bonnie, how to get the book, um, and even where that soul care quiz is. So you can figure out um, where, where you are there as well. Well, friends, before we sign off, just a few quick notes. One is that if you're enjoying this podcast, would you do me the honor and favor of leaving a review? It's such a quick and easy way you can support this ministry, and it really goes a long way. And then I also do want to take just a quick moment to thank the Team of Life Audio for their partnership. And if you go to Life Audio, you're going to find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts. In fact, you will find Bonnie's podcast, Breathe, right alongside mine on scripture meditation, because we are both on the Life Audio Network. So great podcasts on there. And both of us are aiming to help you live into the restful life Jesus is promising you in Matthew 11. As always, I do want to thank you for joining me on so much more because we really do believe Jesus has so much more to say to us, and we are creating space to listen. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. We hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, We hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and especially to those that do not know Christ. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.